Get ready to be transformed. Transformed in your spirit, soul, body, finances, in all areas of your life. As a catalyst, Leanne is passionate about helping you step into your potential and fulfill your deep-seated dreams. If you desire your optimal kingdom upgrade, then this podcast is for you. So grab a notebook and welcome to The Transformational Coach with your host, Leanne Goff. We are coming to you live today, my spiritual son, Josue Santiago, and myself, and uh, we are going to have him come and share here in just a little bit, and you'll hear us say mom and son and stuff, and some of you may go, well, I didn't know Leanne was Hispanic. Is she Cuban? And actually, no, we've just known each other for about 18 years. I started going to Cuba 18 years ago. I've been to Cuba somewhere between 55, 60 uh, times over the last 18 years, and um and, and I met Josue 18 years ago. At that time, he was 17 years old. So you can figure out the math there if you want to. But we just, um, we just began to, to love on Cuba from the kingdom of God and do a mission for the kingdom of God. So if you saw my title for this live today, it's Cuba, a mission of mercy, but actually it's a mission, Cuba, a mission for the kingdom of God. And so, um, We've been going to Cuba, Josue and I have traveled all across the island of Cuba um, a couple of times, and specifically several years ago, we did a prayer journey all the way across the island from one end to the other, going to strategic uh, places in Cuba, meeting with pastors, meeting with intercessors across the nation, and um, Cuba's just captured my heart. It really has. I've been to 34 nations, but Cuba is one of the top of the list, and so um, recently, Josue was in Cuba. He spent three weeks in Cuba with uh, his wife and his three girls. And I was hoping to be there with him, but I uh, couldn't get any flights. Once Cuba opened up in November after a year and a half, everybody and their brother wanted to go back. And that was understandable. And but I couldn't get tickets. I was even willing to take a boat if I had to. But that wasn't working out either. But Josue was there. And uh, I wanted to do a live with him today to give you an update of what God's doing in Cuba, but just some of the needs that are in Cuba, especially with our pastors. We help oversee about 350 churches in our network there. And so, Josue, um, I'm excited to be here with you this afternoon. Can you just come on and uh, welcome to this Facebook Live? Hey, hello, family. I'm excited to be here with Mama Leah. Like she said, we have this language. And if you don't um, know, she's my spiritual mom and it feels also like she's my natural mom because we've known each other since I was skinny. I just, that's why I always say, but it's an honor to be here with you, mom, and to be sharing about Cuba and what God is doing in, in the island. There's not a lot of information here in America about Cuba, so I'm glad that we can get have this space to talk. Yeah. And so, Josue, you just came back from Cuba and... Um, Wow. Uh, it's, it, Cuba's in great need right now, we know. But you had some glorious, glorious times while we were there. And tell us about your three weeks in Cuba. Well, it, it was incredible in so many areas. There are good things that I saw there and a lot of bad things also. But let, let me just start with the good, good part so everybody can get uh, excited. Uh, I've, when I got to Cuba, I've I known Cubans as people with hunger from um, hunger for the Holy Spirit and the movement of God. But when I was there, I saw a totally different level. The churches are packed. There's uh, hundreds of people running to the altar uh, in this season of desperation. And people are just incredible. Churches are 
our church, when I left Cuba, was in, in uh, 30, 50 people, uh, and it, it grew up to 300 and something people. Right now, we have doctors and nurses, and it's impacting the whole community. And it's all around the island. People are running to the, to the feet of the, uh, of the cross, and we are seeing a movement in, in, in the churches in Cuba. The necessity is incredible, but overall, Cuba is on fire for God. Wow. Um, I, I can just imagine uh, being there so many times what, what, to ex- what you've experienced in that time that you were there. Um, we know one of the things is that um, it's, it's a tough time for the Cuban people, which includes our, our pastors and their families there. And um, that's one of the reasons we're doing this Facebook Live this afternoon uh, to help our pastors and their families out. And so what did you experience within, because of COVID, because of the nation have to be shut down, like a lot of nations over the last one and a half, two years, what did you experience and the great need that's there for the Cuban people, but specifically for our pastors and their families? Yeah. So I'm going to give you guys a, a perspective of how things looked like in Cuba. Like when I left Cuba uh, seven years ago, and not only seven years ago, two and a half years, the last time I went to Cuba, I, uh, the pound, one pound of rice was 20, was five pesos. Right now it's a hundred. Uh, one pound of pork uh, meat was 25 pesos. Right now it's 300 pesos. So the inflation and it's, it's gone to levels of outside of this world, especially with the Cuban salary, they up the salary, salary to 2000 pesos minimum. Uh, that is approximately thirty dollars a month, plus every everything they up the, the the salaries, but the inflation went really above everything. Like a pound of let's say tomatoes is fifty to sixty pesos. Um, there is no way that a Cuban can eat, uh, get dressed, or buy gas for the cars if they have the blessing to have a car. Right now, I'm seeing I know people uh, in part of my family that they eat once a day. Um, I know people in Cuba that are in, the, in, in starvation. Uh, I know parents that they don't have any food for any of their kids. I talked to pastors, mom, that uh, one of the pastors said, uh, I, I'm preaching sometimes on Sunday morning uh, and around 1130 when I'm about to close the service. I know that I have to believe and I have to build my people up. But at the same time, I know finishing my service, I have nothing in my table for my kids. And my question to this pastor is, how can you, how can you preach not, knowing that there's nothing on your table for your kids? How can you preach uh, a fire message, building your people and, and, and going and facing all the crisis when you, you know that you have nothing in your storeroom, your house? And I think that's a level of faith that pastors are living in Cuba. Uh, and there is a crisis around the nation's. Uh, in the nation with our pastors that I'm going to be sharing a little bit more with you in a couple of seconds, but especially with pastors is it's hard because as pastors you cannot work for the government. So uh, sometimes the government is taking care of their own people, be paying like a 60% of the salaries, but pastors have nothing. People not working, not making any money, not tithing. The only support that they have is it's their tithing, the tithing offerings that they can come into the church. So truly, they are having a horrible time right now, starvation in, in their churches and pastors. So the Cubans 
are in a major, major, major crisis right now. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 around the whole nation. Uh, even if you have the money, sometimes it's hard to find things. Uh, rice and beans are the daily uh, thing for Cubans, and even that is hard. And they are predicting that this coming year will be even worse. We we had in Cuba. I I know you, you know this one. Probably someone that is watching they don't know. We have something that we call special season in the nineties that people were truly hungry and some of people were dying because of starvation and knowing people that were, I was very, I mean, I was like two or three years old, one of that, but I know talking to people that I know that went through that, they said that this crisis is worse than what they, they had in the nineties and what they're predicting. It's, it's crazy. It is just insane. Yeah. And my understanding is there's no medicine either, right? No, there's, uh, and, and I, this is, I, I don't want you guys to think that I'm creating stories and anything. I was there. I lived that. And I, I heard stories of people in the hospital dying because of the lack of oxygen, the lack of, um, um, they have these machines that, um, the, I don't know, the mask that they put in your, for, for the auction and anything. They didn't have that. They have no medicine. Uh, we had to bring some medicine for some people in the churches, but right now there's absolutely nothing uh, that you can that you can find in any place. So what happened is when when people like us, we go to Cuba and we bring medicine and we give it to the church. We don't give it to any institution. We give it to the church. The church mom is becoming a a place for the community, not just as the house of God, but as the hand of Jesus. They know if they're sick, they're not going to the pharmacy, go to the church. They know if they have no food, don't go to the plazas and to get food, go to the church because the church are all there. They are helping. They are becoming the doctors, the miracle workers. And we all believe in the supernatural, but we see a Jesus taking care, healing people, but at the same time, feeding the poor with a thousand, five thousand, the two loaves of bread and five feet and we see jesus taking care of the poor and this is what the church is becoming in the whole entire nation a place of provision and that's what people are seeing wow so son one of the things uh, as we are titling this cuba a mission of mercy but really cuba um, a mission for the the kingdom of god is that we really we've been supporting cuba and our pastors there for many 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 years we have a lot of pastors who we support and it's generally been about $25 a month. But now with the inflation and the way it is, that is not sufficient anymore. So one of the things you and I have talked about is beginning to be able to support 100 pastors in Cuba, 100 pastors in Cuba. And we would like to do that $100 a month. And so talk to us about that and what's on our heart for that mission. Yeah. So... Uh and it's just starting like this. I mean, a hundred dollars a month. If you have a big family like I do, uh, if you may be spending that in a in a restaurant one day, uh, imagine that with that you can help and not not help. You can support a pastor for an entire month with the whole family. I one of the things that guy gave me the the blessing to do. I took. I I didn't have a lot of. Uh, agendas in Cuba, agenda to go preach in churches, but especially one, I took like 30 pastors to a very nice restaurant. And and one of the, them talked to my brother. He said, it's been 11 months 
since I had a meal like this, since I had pork, since I have been able to eat like this. And he didn't eat, just to save it and took it home for his family. And I, that broke my heart to see that happening. And, you know, my concern, mom, is um, when I was there, I have someone telling me that there is a crisis with pastors in the denominations in Cuba. The pastors are leaving the nation and they're going to different Latin American nations that they don't need a visa because they're escaping for their family, trying to find a solution. And if, if, you, if you're thinking about investing in Cuba right now, if you do that, you are, you're making them stay in the nation and taking care of the Cuban people. Right now, the church is the only solutions that they have. And if we lose our pastors in the nation, the crisis yeah. will be double. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, son. And I know, I know so many of the pastors in Cuba and they could have left Cuba a long time ago. You and I know ones that had the opportunity within the last few years to leave. They could have leave, left legally and came to the United States, whatever. And they're like, no, we are called to Cuba. God has given us a mandate to see the kingdom of God come into Cuba. And uh, through this time of the last couple of years, uh, there's a lot of stuff that's happened. Uh, but anyway, so these, these pastors, so many of them, they have stayed in Cuba because they want to see, we call Cuba para Cristo, Cuba for Christ. And, um, and so that's why I think it's so strong on our heart for those that have said, no, I'm staying, I'm not leaving, which is like thousands of pastors. They don't want to leave. They want to stay there, but they're coming down to a point that they may have no other option to but to leave because because they have to feed their families. They have, I mean, it's not about buying a new car or a new bicycle or a new TV or whatever. This is like a dire need to be able to feed their families so that they can have food to put on their tables. So anyway, talk about that, son, for a moment. Yeah. And 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 you I that broke my heart to just to go and see pastors and their families and see the little kids running and I'm going to share my testimony. I was there for 21 days. Um, I brought money finances with me to bless them, but also to take care of my family. And I, I was drinking a coffee in the morning and not eating anything until two o'clock. And it was only rice and beans and crackers and things like that because I, I couldn't find any, anything to eat. And I can just say, imagining me at least bring having the finances to go ahead and buy it. Uh, what, what, what happened with these pastors? Uh, we had the ability and the blessing to go ahead and buy some rice and beans and give it to them. And if you could see their faces, I don't play pose any of the, 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 the pictures because I don't want them to feel embarrassed. But if you can see the, the joy in their faces, I, you can read it in their eyes saying like, man, you just saved my life and you just saved my, my kid's life. I'm talking about through two, three pounds of rice and that for us Americans here, someone watching from different parts of the, the, the nations, that is nothing. $15, $100 is nothing for you. For these people is actually saving their family's life. And it's, I'm, I'm being serious. I'm not creating anything. This is important. And, and yeah. more than ever, I, I, we, need, we need you to invest in Cuba. We need you. Maybe you cannot go in this season. You may be able to pray. But we need you to invest and to help them help keep our pastors in Cuba and to take possession spiritually of our of our nation. Wow. So, um, friend, basically, 
bottom line here is that um, our first, what we're trying to do is raise the finances for a hundred pastors, a hundred dollars a month. And maybe you can't do a hundred dollars, but maybe you can do 25 or 50, but we want to begin to support. Our goal is a hundred pastors a month that would get a hundred dollars a month for their family. Just think about it. How many of you out there can live on a hundred dollars a month? I mean, <laughs> there's just no way that's no way in a hundred dollars a month for a Cuban pastor would be like you having, I don't know, $5,000 a month. I mean, seriously, that's what it would be yeah. like. So that's our first goal. Our first strategy is to provide a hundred pastors with a hundred dollars a month. And our second opportunity is to be able to send shipping containers full of food, full of medication. And we've already sent a few in. Now those shipping containers are about $25,000 a piece. That's just to ship them there. That's not the content. And we're working on the content in some other areas, but getting the finances just to get these full shipping containers that have, um, well, thank you, Brenda. Thank you, Brenda. Somebody just said, put in the chat, they're going to give a hundred a month. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. So anyway, um, I'm sorry. I love Cuba and I love these people. So um, anyway, so the second thing is, is being able to put these shipping containers and get them into the country full of food and medication. But you can give, I have a 501c3 ministry, Leanne Goff Ministries, and um, you can go to org, and it's ministries, not ministry, it's plural, because I'm involved in a lot of different ministries. So leangoffministries.org. And I promise you, um, every penny you give will go to Cuba and our pastors there. I mean, we hope to go beyond the pastors and to just help Cuba overall. But right now we're starting with the pastors and their family. And um, it, what I would suggest too, is you decide to give online. Please do not put Cuba in the note. Just put um, um, Mission for the Kingdom, okay? Mission for the Kingdom. We will know what it is and it'll go to Cuba. Mission for the Kingdom. Because um, sometimes... We're doing this legally. Everything is fine. It's all legal. But sometimes um, our support system, not Leon Golf Ministries, but the way we get the money in and out, um, that where Cuba can trip things up. So that's a long story, but I promise you this is all. I've gone to Cuba for over 18 years legally. I've had a license with the U.S. government to go in. I've never gone illegally. Um, I go above the line and, um, and everything has always been good. Always been good. So um, thank you so much. There you go. Somebody put um, in there for me, my ministry website where you can go in there and you can donate. So again, this is Cuba, a mission for the kingdom of God, a mission of mercy for our pastors and their families. So son, is there anything else you want to say before we sign off here? Yeah. I mean, in at this moment, I don't know when or how we're going to get back uh, there because of COVID-19, everybody knows the restriction and things like that, that are going on around the world, but, uh, there is safe ways to, to send, uh, to bless them. Um, and I want to make sure, I know you trust Mama Lee and, and her ministry, but just want to let you know that, uh, one of the things that I, that I see around the nation, Cuba have never been so close to see a movement in the Island up to the point that, we were seeing officials asking to do crusades, asking to, to do events in public places because they know that there's something that the church can only bring to the equation. And they're desperate to see a church rising up and taking. When I was there, I, 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 I was part of a conversation that uh, them asking 
would you do a crusade? Would you do, uh, to my end, would you do this service in public in the, the square for thousands in the open air because of COVID? But they are desperate because they know that they are some places that the church can only bring that desperation and that, that, that healing to the nation. So help us be the church in Cuba and help the pastors and the church be the hands and the feet of Jesus in the nation. We have never seen, I've never seen such a hunger in the spirit. I've never seen some, such any unity. Something that you don't know is the nominations in Cuba used to be like in America everywhere so divided. Uh, but right now, there's such a unity in the the apostolic movement, the, the denominational movement. They even pray once a month. Every denomination in the apostolic, they come together praying because they are finding that common uh, uh, ground. And that's why you can see around the nation a movement. I'm getting goosebumps right now of healings, of massive healings, signs and wonders, people uh, walking five, two, five miles to get to their services. And, and they have to be masked up and the whole thing, a lot of restriction, but they are so hungry for more that you can see hundreds of people running to the feet of Jesus. Doctors, nurses, lawyers, people from the government all run into the church because in seasons of crisis, that's when the church will rise up and will shine. So I hope you can come with us soon to Cuba. But uh, I hope when you get there, you're going to meet your the pastors, your, your help, your supporting. And uh, I, I believe that this is a new season for Cuba. And the beauty of this is that you are part of what God is doing in, in that island. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So, you know, son, we were there a few years ago. We were doing a conference, a youth conference, and the government actually asked us to do this youth conference because they said, we've got a problem now and you have the answer. And they knew it was Jesus. And um, there was one of the communist uh, leaders that had to come and be at the conference. And after three days of this conference, she said, she turned to us and said, something's happened to me. She sat right on the front row the whole time. And then a few months later, she was diagnosed with cancer and we prayed for her and she went back and the cancer was gone. And she told us, God did this. Your God did this. And Amen. so God is moving. And of course, it's just extraordinary ways now. And um, for and you might not be able to go to Cuba right now. But you know what? You can help our pastors. You can you can you can help bless our pastors in Cuba and the nation of Cuba. And another thing is, would you please share this uh, this recording on your your um, this Facebook live on your personal Facebook page? Share it with a friend. Share it with your church. Share it with, you know, your family, a neighbor, um, get the word out because we're on a mission for the kingdom of God for Cuba. And so son, before we close up here, um, would you be willing just to take and pray, pray, lead us in prayer for the nation of Cuba, for our, our family, our friends, our pastors and their families there. Amen. Amen. I thank you, Jesus, for your mercy and your grace. And, and in the beginning, when you created the world, you, you thought about this small island the Caribbean. And you said that Cuba and even, even is known in the Caribbean as the key of the Caribbean. Uh, Cuba is a key that will open up doors. And that's why the enemy has been um, attacking Cuba years uh, over uh, under um, a lot of pressure. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray that this season is a time for the church and the pastors and the leaders of the nation to rise up and to take controlling the spiritual round of the atmosphere of the nation. We always, we, always, we know that the, the government doesn't have any, any solution, that sometimes uh, the, the medicine and the scientists, they, they don't have a, everything that it takes. But I declare that 
that the church is rising up, that the pastors are rising up, the communities are rising up, that there's a revival and a movement. Father, if you go around the nations, you can see uh, little fires of revivals in every nation in the world. But you haven't, we don't see it in Cuba yet because I feel Cuba has been prepared and is getting prepared for a, a movement that will explode the nations and, and the America. Father, thank you for the nation. I pray right now that it, as, as we get ready to bless them and as uh, I declare that people will sow into this, but even if they don't sow right now, I declare that supernaturally you're taking care of your people also in Cuba. I pray for all the those kids that don't have the, the food in their tables. I pray for mama and papa that they have to preach. They have to take care of the, the church with no food, with nothing in their tables. That is a type of faith that sometimes we lack because we have everything. But Father, let us be an instrument of your glory over Cuba. And I bless every pastor. I bless, I, I declare that Cuba is open. Cuba will be open soon. And I declare that we're going to get to go back and get yes, to help. And yes. I pray for every single pastor right now that they're paying the price for you. And I declare blessing over their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Whew, well, thank you, son. I appreciate it so much. And friend, if you just joined us, um, we are on a mission for the kingdom of God in Cuba. We've been on a mission for 18 years. Um, actually, it was Josue's dad that invited me 18 years ago to go to Cuba. And I'm so thankful that he did. Him and his mom and uh, his, his, his dad and his mom, uh, Josue's dad and his mom and I are, are very good friends. And I just honor them today uh, so much. And so, friend, share this with someone, please. Um, and again, uh, we're raising $100 for 100 pastors. $100 a month for 100 pastors. And Terry and Danielle, thank you. Um, others, thank you that you've already committed to $100 a month. Go to leangoffministries.org. And uh, I promise you every single penny, again, will go towards our, our pastors and their families in Cuba. So, Josue, thank you for joining me today. Thank you, um, Get this out on your Facebook pages, friends. Share it. And um, I, I'm so proud of you, Josue. I love you so much. And uh, Josue is the pastor of our church in Newark, Ohio. And he does an amazing, amazing job. He's been in the States for seven years and uh, he's just an incredible guy. I'm just so proud of you, son. Thank you for listening to The Transformational Coach with Leanne Goff. You can find out more about Leanne and her resources on her website, leannegoffministries.org, as well as her Instagram at leannegoffministries. If you've enjoyed this podcast, share it with your friends and don't forget to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen.